there will be times that things don't go the way that I want them to, that things are more difficult than other times. We normalize this. And the reason that we normalize this is so that when we do hit those pockets, we don't throw in the towel as easily. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about how we stay in motion when things get hard or they don't go the way that we want. When we are moving towards these big, seemingly impossible goals and desires, it is very common for us to hit these periods, these pockets, these windows, where things get difficult, they get challenging, and they don't go the way that we want, or they don't move as smoothly if they're even moving at all. The first step, as we've talked about in a lot of these episodes, is to normalize this process that in moving towards a big goal, a desire, something that seems and has felt impossible and out of reach, we have to go into it knowing that it's possible that there will be moments that are more difficult than others. There are a lot of people that don't want to say that things will be hard or say that there might be a struggle involved in getting what it is that we want. As humans, we prefer ease. That's our preference. And with the conversations about manifestation, we start to mix up our relationship to things being hard and things being a struggle. And what I mean by that is, is that we start to believe that if I feel like it's hard, if I think that it's hard, if I expect that it might be hard or there might be struggle or there might be times when things don't go the way that I want. I'm creating that. I'm attracting that. I'm manifesting that. That's not how it works. There is a difference in holding the energy of expectation that everything is going to be really difficult and challenging versus intellectually understanding that part of this process means there will be sticking points. There will be points of tension. There will be times that things don't go the way that I want them to, that things are more difficult than other times. We normalize this. The reason that we normalize this is so that when we do hit those pockets, we don't throw in the towel as easily because we're expecting that there might be challenges along the way. There might be times where things don't work the way that I hope that they will. There might be times that are just really difficult, that I really have to pull myself through the challenges and the mindset and the limiting beliefs and the traumas that get triggered and come up, I might have to pull myself through these challenging pockets on the way to having what it is that I want. There's a very big difference in knowing that that may be part of the process and expecting it to happen. Because when we expect it to happen, then we have worry, then we have doubt alongside of fear. We're in resistance to it happening. We're overthinking everything that we're doing or not doing rather than staying plugged into what it is that we desire and staying in motion around that, being the person that we need to be to have it. So it starts with that understanding that it's often part of the process, not always, but often. There will definitely be times that we work and live these processes that I'm teaching you and things fall into place seamlessly and quickly. There's no struggle. There's no strain. There's no tension. There's no challenge. Those are beautiful moments that all of us get to experience at different points in our journey around different goals and things that we're working towards. And most of us oftentimes will struggle as we move towards what we want. There will be things that are difficult and challenging and harder than others. And so when we can expect that, when we can normalize that that is often a part of the process, we don't tell stories about ourselves. 
that we're not good enough, that we're not capable, that something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with other people. Something's wrong with the world. Something's wrong with what I'm called towards. We don't tell stories. We don't, we don't trigger our core wounds and start believing the lie that we're not good enough, that we're not lovable, that we're damaged or broken, that we just don't belong. We don't activate our winning strategy, which moves us to start acting in such a way that we can recreate results that we already know are achievable and possible for us, perpetually pushing away what it is that we want. We stay in motion. We're able to stay plugged into our desire. What is it that I truly want? Why did I start this process in the first place? Why am I even at this point on the journey? Why does it matter to me? We tap back into that why. We stay connected to the vision of who we're here to be and the work we're here to do and the life we're here to live, the things we're here to create and contribute through. We're able to stay plugged in because we're not going into story. We're not spiraling. We're not making it mean that what we want is impossible, that life doesn't support us, that we're not good enough. Whatever that story is that you tell yourself when things don't flow the way that you think that they should, as seamlessly as you would like them to flow. It's really important that you notice the stories that you tell. And part of the way that we combat stories surfacing at all is by going into it knowing that challenges might be a part of the process. Things might not always go the way that you want them to. That's okay. That's normal. It doesn't mean anything other than right now it's challenging. Other than right now, things are stalled. Things didn't go the way that you thought that they would, the way that you hoped that they would. That is literally all that has happened. I would really recommend, and we'll link to this in the show notes, my short book called What Really Happened. It is all about breaking free from interpretation so that you can make the impossible happen. So that you learn to ask different questions when you hit these stopping points. We're also going to link in the show notes to the episode where I talked about the two critical conversations for creating what you want rapidly. There are internal conversations and there are external conversations. Use both of these as a resource, both, whichever one resonates, whatever feels right for you. Go deeper into that conversation of, we have to stop interpreting everything. We have to stop making everything mean something that it doesn't and just looking at what really happened. What really happened is that right now it's difficult for one reason or another. Reason, cause and effect, not the story that you tell about it, not your core wound stories, your limiting beliefs, your old traumas that get triggered, the voices in your head from people who have gaslit you or abused you, picked on you, said things to you that weren't true for whatever reason that they said them. We have to step out of interpretation. So check the show notes for those resources. I have gone into depth in both of those resources around this. You have to normalize this. And then you have to tap back into your why. Just like I said, why did you start this process in the first place? Why did this goal or this dream or this vision matter to you? So much so that even though it seems and feels impossible from where you are now, you have been willing to get into motion around it, to move yourself this far. Why does it matter to you? Why is it important? What is it that draws you towards it, that calls you towards it? What do you love about the person that you need to be in order to have that? Why is it important to you to become that person? 
And it can be really difficult to find our why when we're struggling, especially if we've hit some kind of a plateau. If we found ourselves in this pocket where everything is just more challenging than usual, all of the blocks and obstacles are coming up. You feel stretched, thin, you're tired. You've been working so hard and you feel like you're just spinning your wheels. It's really difficult to plug into our why in these moments. We're tired. We want to give up. We want to quit. We don't know why we started. We're starting to think that maybe it was a bad idea because we're starting to engage the stories. The limiting beliefs, the fears, the old traumas are being triggered, the core wounds. It makes it really challenging to tap back into that why, to even plug into the vision of what it is that you want and who you need to be. So normalize this as well. Normalize that if things get challenging, it's possible that you will feel like giving up. And that that is also just part of the process. And when it comes to this desire, this compulsion to give up when things get hard, there are steps within this. Try to find your why. And know that even in finding that why and remembering it, you might not feel it in the moment when things are difficult and stalled out and not going the way that you want. But normalize that is how it will feel. So that you don't tell more stories about, I don't even want this thing. Why did I start this? I never stick to the things that I say that I want. I'm not capable of creating it. Here's more evidence of that. All that's happening is that you're in a challenging part of this process. That's it. And that feeling of wanting to quit requires grace and compassion. Telling stories about it, making it wrong, beating yourself up, using it as evidence that you're not capable of creating what you want only ensures that you won't create what it is that you want. If you don't have your own back, if you're not on your own side, if you're not fiercely committed to what it is that you say that you want, you're not going to have it. In order to do that, you have to have grace for yourself and compassion. There are times as we move towards these big, seemingly impossible goals where we actually quit. We wobble. We flail. We take steps back. We make mistakes, take steps in the wrong direction. You have to give yourself grace in that moment. Otherwise, you will use it as evidence that, see, I'm not cut out for this. I knew it. I knew I could never make that happen. I'm just a worthless piece of crap. I couldn't even hold steady through this. What am I even doing? I should just revert. I should just go backwards. That's what your subconscious wants you to do. That would be more comfortable to go back to the known and the familiar rather than to continue to show up in that new way of being and to continue to move towards the things that you say are important to you. Give yourself grace and compassion. You're human. There are times that our subconscious wins. There are times that we're just tired and our willpower is overextended. It's completely depleted. Our well is empty, we're tired, we're frustrated. Give yourself grace. If you step backwards, if you slip up, if you throw your hands in the air and you throw the towel in, you're done. Give yourself grace. Again, understanding that this might happen, normalizing it. What matters is that you stay in motion. And sometimes being in motion looks like quitting and giving up throwing our hands up in the air, throwing the towel in, taking a step backwards, slipping up. 
What matters is that you recommit. And in order to recommit, you have to give yourself grace. Have compassion. Have your own back. Fiercely. Self-love, self-care. How would you talk to a friend? We hear this all the time, but we don't really take it in and we don't really act from it. What would you say to a friend who slipped up on something that was really important to them? Made a mistake, flailed, went backwards. What would you say to them? How would you show up for them? Would you beat them up? Probably not. Even if you gave them some tough love, it would come from a place of grace and compassion and encouragement. Helping them remember what it is that they care about and why. Why they're doing this. Why they're at this place to begin with. You would remind them how strong they are. How incredible they are that they came this far. You would let them know that it's okay to make mistakes sometimes, to slip up, to revert. What matters is that you recommit to what's important to you. What you said was important to you. Why was that important to you? You would help them understand that so that you could support them in getting back in motion without making them feel like garbage for quitting, for stopping, for feeling frustrated, for getting burned out and tired and overwhelmed. That is what you have to be to yourself. We can't do that. We're not normalizing that everybody missteps sometimes. Everybody hits a wall at times. Everybody slips up reverts, loses that connection to what's important to them and why, gets confused, swirls around in their core wound stories, interpret things, interprets things incorrectly. Normalize that and give yourself permission to be human like everyone else. Otherwise, you won't reconnect. You won't recommit to what's important to you. It's that plugging back in energetically. You have to give yourself grace, otherwise you are creating more tension and pressure where it is unnecessary, where it is more likely to get you to quit altogether. Give yourself grace. Let it be okay. See it as part of the process. Making the impossible inevitable, moving it into a reality doesn't require Perfection. It requires persistence. We did a whole episode on persistence. And persistence doesn't mean that we don't quit or give up sometimes. It's about persistence around our purpose, who we're called to be, what we're called to do, how we're called to contribute. Staying persistent with that. It's not about perfection. We have to build these muscles as we go. The way that we build them is by hitting our limits, flailing around at times, giving up even, and recommitting. The muscle is the persistence of purpose. The muscle is the staying plugged in even when things get hard. That's what matters. These are the muscles that we want to build, recommitting, getting back up time and time again, catching the stories and interpretations as they happen, and stepping away from them and looking at what actually happened, what's missing based on what it is that you want to create, not what's wrong with you or other people or the world, what's missing for you to create what it is that you want. 
what happened that caused you to slip up? And where do you need support? Not what's wrong with you. Not where you totally messed up and you're such a moron because you did that. Can't believe it. Oh my God, nobody does that. That's not what these questions mean. Notice the interpretations. Notice the self-judgment. Notice the stories and the triggers that come up and how all they do is convince you to stop. They don't serve you at all. So really checking in with yourself and getting support if that's what you need. Making the impossible happen is this huge act of creation. It requires true transformation, not just incremental change. It requires you being someone different, being someone who engages with the world in a whole new way. This is all new and unfamiliar. This is all actively going against our subconscious programming. We need support. Whatever that support looks like, and it must be clean support. It must be support that is unbiased that helps facilitate that internal process of plugging back into what's important to you, of recommitting, tapping back into that why, that desire, stopping the interpretations and the stories so that you can see clearly, giving yourself grace, reminding you that you're human, helping you see the triggers, the traumas, and helping you move them out so that they don't continue to block you. Support comes in many forms. That can be things like a podcast, books, programs. That can be coaches, therapists, mentors. That can be family and friends if they can do it cleanly. And they can help you reconnect to what's important to you. Help you stay in alignment with your truth. Not what they think you should be doing or what they want for you. Not their projections. What's truly right and aligned for you. Needing support is part of the process of making the impossible inevitable. This is difficult work. It stirs up so much inside of us that we have to work on more deeply, that we have to clear. These stoppers come up. We have to eliminate them one by one. That takes work. That takes support. It doesn't detract from you creating what it is that you want, from you being incredible and amazing resourceful, brilliant, whatever it is, doesn't detract from that for you to get support. It amplifies that because support helps us see what we can't see and move through things that we can't move through on our own. So get support if you need it. If you're really stuck, if things are really challenging, if you're really spinning on something, if you're really just sprinting right into a wall and getting knocked on your butt, over and over again. You need support. You are not broken. You are not incapable. You just need support. There's just something there that needs to be cleared that you can't see or clear on your own. Notice the stories that you tell about that. Stories don't serve us. So as you work to make the impossible happen, as you work to do everything that we've talked about on this show, Go into it with the understanding that it may be difficult. There may be times that you stall out. That you keep banging your head against a wall. You can't 
find a door to move forward. You're blocked. Things don't go the way that you want. They take longer than you think they should, than you wish they should. They may even take longer than anyone else who has ever done this thing that you're trying to do. Notice what you make that mean. Normalize it. See it for what it is. What's actually happening? I'm blocked. I'm stuck at this level. Something's missing here. That doesn't mean something is wrong with you or other people of the world or your goal. Notice the interpretations. I harp on this for a reason. It's so easy to slide into them, to slide into stories. It's so easy to start to beat ourselves up and make ourselves wrong, to shame ourselves, to compare ourselves. This is your journey. This is your desire and goal. It's going to look exactly how it needs to for you. And you are going to go through certain experiences on the way to bringing it into a reality that are just for you, that will shape you more deeply into who you need to be to have what it is that you want. That looks like struggle. That looks like challenges at times. It looks like stalling out and stagnating, running into the same block over and over again. There is something there that needs to be shifted, cleared, learned. There is support that is needed. There is a new way of being that you have to step into. There are old beliefs that are getting in the way. There is something that you don't have that you don't understand. Notice the interpretations that you have about all of those statements. Are you hearing them for what they might be, cleanly, free of any story? Core wounds, limiting beliefs, shame, all of it. Are you hearing those words for what they are? You're missing something does not mean that something is wrong and broken in you, that you're not good enough. It means you're missing something that you need to move forward. What is that something? You need support doesn't mean you're incapable and you can't do anything on your own and it's so stupid that you even tried in the first place. It means you need support. You need tools and resources that you don't have yet. Notice the interpretations that you hold. They are directly holding you back from what it is that you want. They are the things that will cause you to stop when it gets hard. And as I have said throughout every episode, almost every episode, these things that come up that are so frustrating to us to have to deal with are a gift. They are a gift because they are an opportunity to heal and clear more thoroughly, more deeply so that you have more freedom and leverage to create what it is that you want. Notice your stories and interpretations and get support. You're not broken. You're not incapable of having what it is that you want. If you desire something, it is inherently possible. There is simply something in the way. Something blocking you, something you need support with. So notice your interpretations. If you are in a plateau, a challenging period, you are feeling stretched if things are hard. They are not going the way that you want. And in fact, maybe they're even getting worse. Give yourself grace and have compassion. Notice the stories. Let yourself quit. Fail. Make a mistake. Revert as many times as it takes to move through this. I've heard this quite a bit. I don't know if you have, but it's a great example. 
when babies are learning to walk, they fall, they fail at the thing that they are trying to do a lot. But they don't quit. They don't tell stories about it. They get up and they try again. And maybe sometimes they cry and they feel fussy and they need a nap and they don't try for a little while. But eventually, most babies will learn to walk. But because we're grown adults and we have experienced success in other areas of our lives, we don't know how to be beginners again. We lose that ability to get up and go again as many times as it takes. Because we have stories and interpretations, because we see other people just out there walking, running, running up mountains. And we think that because I stumbled when I tried to take that first step or that 20th step, I'm not cut out for it, not good enough. I was so dumb to try. I feel so much shame and embarrassment. Just going to give up. I'm going to go back to sitting. I'm just, I'm just going to sit. I'm not even going to crawl. Just going to sit. Sometimes we have to get a little fussy. We have to take breaks. We have to quit. We have to rest. What matters is that we get up and we go again. We find our way forward. We don't tell stories. Stories do not serve us. They just don't serve us. Notice the stories. And if you don't know how to exist in a world where that story and interpretation is not reality, you need support. You need process work. You need acupressure. Repatterning of your subconscious. A clearing of all those stored traumas and beliefs from your cells. You just need support. Check the show notes. We'll have some resources for you. And just remember, normalize is part of the process. Whatever it is that you're moving towards, there will be moments, most likely, that are challenging, where you stall out, where you plateau, where it seems like no matter what it is that you do, you are just running in place. You keep tripping, you keep falling, you keep quitting. Normalize that. You are in process. On bringing your impossible desire to life, this is what it looks like. What matters is that you give yourself grace, that you plug back into why it matters to you, why you started this in the first place, who you need to be to have it. And you clear and eliminate all the stoppers that come up. And you notice the stories and you get support when you need it. You rest when you need it. You give yourself that grace and compassion. Get support. You'll find your way through this. It will shape you more deeply into who you need to be to have the thing that it is that you want that you're moving towards. Notice the stories and interpretation. Get the support that you need. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.